Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody. 90s Mixtapes. It's great to be back in the actual uh, recording studio, right, Jen? The actual closet yes. that we... <laughs> well, I'm your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. We, while we were on vacation last week, we did record a very quiet potpourri episode. But we did also get some new treasures to add here to the uh, pod closet. I'm looking, I see a disc man here that you claim may work. We don't know. I don't remember it ever breaking, so I'm sure it does. You know what's funny is I could actually probably, um, legit, we have batteries downstairs. I'm going to try it when we go off off uh, air because yeah. I, think, I think we have some CDs I can listen to. I definitely can connect my Beats headphones. We absolutely have so many CDs. And do you know... What CD's in here? You want to want to play? Guess what CD's in here? Uh, a Green Day CD. <sighs> like I have no idea. The Cure Greatest Hits. Okay. All right. Cool. So this is uh. So we we can see how long the batteries <laughs> will last. Oh my God, that's so much fun. I'm I'm staring at an Orgasmo, uh, VHS tape, which I told you how much I thoroughly enjoy that movie. That was such like a ridiculous fucking movie. <laughs> Comes out in '97, so we got some time before we can get there, but. <sighs> such a good movie um that sounds like one of our dogs that was with us last week is trying to come in now come on in if you want to come in oh this is the dog that's afraid of microphones and everything but she you know doesn't like to be left out we'll, we'll, we'll keep it there and hopefully that works <laughs> i see a troll doll that we picked up in our travels a pound puppy we picked up in our travels your four age club rabbit re- rearing uh trophy beanie babies beanie babies without uh-huh. tags so they're not worth shit way to go Oh, he's got a tag. Okay. Isn't the monkey yours? No, my monkey oh, okay. is somewhere else. That's what she said. Okay, he's in our bedroom closet, I think. So this is really, this is really, our closet is really coming together. <laughs> we got an etch sketch I know shit. that's probably from yeah. way before the 90s, but. 100%. I had to grab it. Yeah. But this is. Did you know that this troll doll is okay. the troll doll that I, like, I bought him because this is the one I had. You only had one troll doll? I think I had. Yeah, I had like one big one, and then I ha- I have that little one that I put out there for Christmas. I have that True. Christmas troll. And I think that was it. Yeah, I only had one. There's so much '90s shit now in this room. This 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 closet is becoming a '90s. Like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to <laughs> commandeer another room in our house if we keep going at this rate of just like in order to create a '90s <sighs> shrine. But hey, who cares? I mean, we like the fact that people are listening. We're seeing that people more people are listening. Yeah, uh, engage Welcome. with us. Welcome. Um, at BLC underscore pod on Twitter. Where are we at on Instagram? Instagram, we are at BLC Mixtapes. Um, that's where we are on Twitter. And our email is Becky left the chat. And that's our email. Oh, at Gmail. I was like, I'm waiting for you to give the Gmail. <laughs> I'm sorry, thing. I'm still on vacation mode. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's our that's our check in at the top. Today is a movie episode. This may or may not go as long as some of our other episodes because we are doing a fifth episode this month on uh, holidays I... as a kid, right? Oh, I thought we were doing it on Saved by the Bell. I thought we said we were doing that in June. We talked. We'll sort it out. We can cut this out and come back in. When done. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. Okay. Well, well, so we have a surprise episode coming up. Um, I don't know what it's going to be about because we talked about winter holidays on a potpourri episode. I thought we were going to do like spring and St. Patty's Day and all those other things. Because I thought we were doing Saved by the Bell when uh, it goes off the air. But hey, I'm here for it. But then you tease the us doing Saved by the Bell on a previous episode. Like I think last episode you said we we're going to do Saved by the Bell. 
We were, but then you ordered a book online that you wanted to read about Say by the Bell, which I don't think is here yet. Okay, so I don't the know book, how you read it in five days. All right, the book is coming tomorrow. Do you know what that book is? It's, I do not. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's like 365 times or whatever many times Zach Morris lied. And it's just a breakdown of every single episode, what happened and the lies that Zach told. So it's not like it's it's not like Dustin Diamond's book or anything that's like a deep dive into the culture behind the scenes. It's just like an overview of the show breaking down basically that Zach Morris is trash. Oh, so did you get it from the Zach Morris? <laughs> no, 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 guys? I didn't. I didn't. Do they have a book? I should check that out. I don't know. That would be interesting. But I mean, we can push to say by the belt to June if you want to. It does. Because matter. I really want it to be good because it's basically what we bonded over. Well, we, um, way, we way back before we were even together. Well, we don't even We were need... having Saved by the Bell uh, trivia offs at the bar. Well, yeah, but I was going to say, we don't even need to get into the Saved by the Bell trivia offs because right now we're doing movies. Let's, let's bring it back in. Let's rein it in. Almost as if you get abducted. <laughs> so we are doing and focusing on March movies a little light this month. Our options a little light, right? I would say. Yeah, yeah, you know, compared to... What's coming? Yeah, you know, there were options, they were just maybe not... I think sometimes if we don't particularly, like, uh, click with the options that are presented to us, we kind of feel like, eh, there really wasn't much, you know? Um, well, let me let me explain. Last week, or last month, when we did our movie discussion i saw that there was going to be fire in the sky and i'm like i really want to do this movie and the reason i really want to do this movie is because as a kid i remember seeing this movie i remember seeing it on like hbo or cinemax one of those because we had all the channels so it must have seen it in the summer i remember i wanted to see it in the movie theater my parents were like no it, it was a little too intense okay i you want to interrupt me there i see you raise your hand <laughs> what what is your statement because I, I, I can give you an easy answer once you give me the statement. I just know the things that you watched. I know you watched it when you were like, what, okay. like five? Okay. Fair. But. I mean, I I was, I I will say I was terrified that this movie existed. So I would, there was no way I was watching this movie okay. as a kid. So. so here's the thing you have to remember. Uh, and, I, and I think that this should put it all into context when it comes to my youth. If neither one of my parents wanted to do it. And we wanted to do it, then they became parents. Gotcha, right? gotcha. So it's like, yeah, I watched it because my parents were watching it, and they didn't necessarily they cared, but they didn't necessarily care enough to not let me watch it. Right? Like my mom, my mom didn't care. She read it to me as a kid. She's a fucking lunatic. Like that didn't matter. Like so, horror movies were always. I, I saw horror movies. That was fine. This is not a horror movie. This is a sci-fi movie. This is a sci-fi movie about an alien abduction. This is not a horror movie. A horror movie. Is like, there's a slasher killer, which, by the way, we didn't watch a lot of slasher killers because they didn't like those. Any Stephen King adaptation, we could watch because they would watch it. Same. I, you know, like I didn't like things, horror movies. Like all these things. I would watch any Stephen King movie. Right. So all those were on the oh, table. True. And then you're talking like fantasy? Not really. Unless it was fantasy that they liked. We weren't watching that. They, they what like do you Star mean by fantasy? Like I, Lord of the Rings? That I'm movie? thinking like legend. like And then I'm thinking Lord oh. of the Rings. I'm thinking stuff like that. But like like I'm thinking legend, for example. Because like my mom liked that movie. So we watched. We like mm -hmm. she watched it. We watched it. But. What was that was, other one? What was that other one that was like real big? Uh, A fantasy movie. It's bigger than legend. I, I, 
know. With David, Bo- with, with David Bowie. Oh, are you talking about um, Labyrinth or whatever? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we could watch that. That I never watched until I was in college. That's how the shelter was. I mean, we could watch that. The, the stuff that we couldn't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that e- wasn't. Even like True Lies. Those or... were four kids, like Never Ending Story. Well, yeah. But I mean, like True Lies and like all those kind of like action movies. You know, any Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. We would have to probably watch it with them and then close our eyes, uh, you know, during the sex scene. But because there always was an obligatory sex scene. But I mean, like all those movies were all fine. They had to put something in there other than, you know, explosions. But it was like fire in the sky. No, they're not going to spend their three dollars to rent it for me. And no, they're not going to take me to go see it because they're like, no, we don't want to see it. So since they don't want to see it, I don't get to see it. So for me, in my youth, probably as the same as a lot of kids born in the 80s and then into the 90s. There was a very serious, like, not that it doesn't exist now, very pervasive, but a very anti-government kind of, like, sentiment that was played mm-hmm. on with the X-Files. Like, everything is a conspiracy. There's all these conspiracies. It, I guess you I guess you could say it was a little bit, in some ways, tamer in the 90s because it was more like, well, you know, the CIA killed JFK and, like, this sort of thing. Like, the shit that happened in the 2010s and 2020s is a little bit more aggressive of whether or not there is any uh, smoke and fire. But yeah, I think it was less politically driven. It was more like everybody was kind of like what's what's going on? You know, everyone see there seemed to be this general interest in conspiracies and what was really happening. It wasn't so again, p- politically driven, right? I, I, that's how I look at it anyway. I looked at it especially now from the lens now as it was more fragmented. So like since the internet wasn't as big and you couldn't just go and, you know, join groups of other it was kind of like the joke, you know, you're wearing your tinfoil hat. Whereas mm-hmm. now you could damn man. It's the wild west in 2023. You say whatever you want. There's nobody anywhere to, you know, the, the, you'll just stir up a cauldron of people that will believe you, right? Whereas this was more like, well, you know, look at these facts and this person wrote a book. So they wrote a book, right? So it must be true. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Somebody's a book in a library. It's got to be true. Like I went and read their book at a bookstore. Whereas now it's like, you could just say whatever the fuck you want. So having said that, I love the X-Files as a kid. This movie is just like on the cusp of all that stuff. And a huge, huge into the X-Files. Robert Patrick's in this movie who ends up being in the X-Files later on in the later seasons when, uh. Mulder leaves, Scully leaves, just a silly, silly, um, you know, when you look at it now, kind of movie where it's like, this is a biopic about a guy who said that he was abducted by aliens. The first hour of the entire movie is setting up what was going on during the time the guy was gone, right? And then the last 20 minutes is like his flashback of the abduction. That's the movie. That's it. There's no, like, and this supposedly happened in the 1970s. When you do the research and read about it now, um, I even, I told you he was on a show called, uh, like, To Tell a Lie or something like that. Or what would what, I say it was? He was on, like, a Fox game show where they asked him, it was like a lie detector test show, whether or not he was abducted by aliens, and he said that he was. I'm fine. But remember. for me, this movie just, this signified the classic um, 90s, B movie, like, 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 I don't want to say B movie in a way like I'm disparaging the film. Like it did get a, a fairly decent wide release, but in the nineties, there were two types of movies. There was movies made with movie stars and a big budget. And then there were these types of movies and these movies you'd see at the video store. You'd not really know what they were or remember that it came out in the theater and you'd want to go rent it because 
you didn't want to see whatever the big budget movie was. Now, this is something that maybe gets made on Netflix or something that gets made by Shudder or one of these other streaming services, and you don't even know it exists. But in the 90s, you knew it exists. And I thought that was really cool. And I thought that was something having to do with, like, you saw that. I remember the cover. The cover is just, like, him getting abducted by, like, like it's just, like, a, a beam coming down on a guy. And you're like, oh, this looks fucking cool. It's interesting. And that was part of the 90s movie experience was like what does the cover art of the tape look like in order to get you to want to rent it right Mm -hmm. so it's all of those things combined it's little you know it's young pat just enjoying his love of ufos conspiracies i mean i have a ufo tattoo for christ's sake that's why i said you i'm like i have a ufo tattoo whatever (laughs) you meant like this is a right up my alley yeah so i'm glad that we experienced it 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 was again since it was going backwards it, it doesn't quite fit our brief of like we want to try to um, when we watch movies, and we and we talked about this a little bit before we jumped on, but when we watch movies, we're really going to try to, like, see if we can hone in on movies. Like, even if we pick something like this that also is taking place, like, in the 90s, so maybe even do two movies so we can talk about that, about different things we could add now or whether or not the movie would hold up now. Like right, this, right. This movie holds up fine because this movie is set in the 1970s. So, you know, the UFO scenes are fine and the practical effects of the aliens and stuff. Like, it looks a little goofy, but... One of the aliens looks super goofy, but, but I was still freaked out, Yeah, it's still honest. freaky. Like, the idea of the abduction and, like, him, like, the... When they put, like, D.B. Sweeney and they have him in, like, the like the, the latex kind of that you, like, feel through. Like, you, you can kind of... You, you feel that, like, claustrophobia for that, like, 30 seconds. Like, is he going to be able to breathe? Like, what's going to happen? How'd you feel about the movie? Well, the show you were talking about is called Moment of Truth. Moment of Truth. The That's Moment it. of Truth. Um, yeah, so I... Oh, Homeboy's on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I would totally... I want to know what he has to say. Not that, you know, I'm not... He has anyway, to say that he was abducted um, by aliens 50 years ago. That's what he has to say. Because that's what he makes okay. money about. Whether or not he was abducted by aliens or not is a completely separate conversation. So, I... I was scared of this movie as a kid. I was like, oh, God, this is based on true events. I was really afraid of aliens. Aliens were probably... The thing I was most afraid of was aliens. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, of all the supernatural. Like, I I wasn't, like, sitting in my room terrified of ghosts or anything like that. It was, you know, aliens. So I never saw this movie intentionally. Um, I didn't want to watch it now. But then you were like, it's probably just going to be really goofy. You know, it was pretty goofy. Although it did kind of hold up um i think on the last movie episode when you made me tell you what i thought it was about i think i was pretty spot on out out of a scale of zero to five i'm gonna give you a three i'm giving myself a four it's fair i mean i know you're coming to it the main thing that you missed is that like you had you had said that first of all you said that it had no ending so that's why i gave you like an extra half a point because it kind of doesn't but you had said that, like, the aliens abducted his son, and they were coming to get the son. I'm right. like, no, no, no. But when we re-listened to it, that was after... I I basically was like, this guy gets abducted by aliens, and he comes back, and nobody believes him, and his memory's shoddy, and he's having headaches and weird visions. And that was all spot on. What I think I missed about the movie was that it really was about the other guys that he was with... And the fact that nobody believed them and the experiences that they had and that they saw this crazy thing. Um, but it, so that is what I think I missed. Because, I, again, I never saw it. And I think that's what's interesting about this movie is that 
it circles around these, what was it, five guys or six guys? Six guys. Yeah, see this orb in the sky, because we didn't really talk about what this was about. What are these loggers in, like, yeah. Washington State? No, no, no. They're in um, Arizona. Okay. That's right. Well, I know that the guy was from New Mexico. Yes, they're from New Mexico. So they're in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. You're telling me it's Washington. Um. <laughs> Right. Well, the setting looks like that, but that's not where they were, I guess, because like snow, snow, it's like snowflake Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I didn't know that Arizona had what looked like, you know, Midwestern forests. Right. So then they, th- what I thought was interesting was that the, the authorities thought that they murdered him. Right. Um, because he just disappeared. And of course that's what you would think, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it but you really fell for them because the main guy, the, the Terminator dude, because you're like, oh, like, that is what people would think, right? But what if this really happened? No one would actually believe you. And I know when you watch this and when you did research that you're, I feel like you think that it's a hoax, right? I don't really have an opinion because I didn't look too much into it. But I just can't imagine, like, what if something fucking crazy happened to you that there's no proof of and nobody believed you? That would be horrible. <laughs> It would be, and it's not so much I think it's a hoax. It's that in the intervening years since then. So originally, and again, this is when I was a kid and started going on my own deep dive, which included multiple different school libraries and the main county library to find some of these books. Like one of the original and first kind of tales of UFO abduction is Betty and Barney Hill, right? So Betty and Barney Hill are two people that are driving on the road. All of a sudden they wake up and hours have passed. They go under like hypnosis and then it's like, okay, we were abducted by little green men that did experiments and all these other things. And and then they tell their story, right? And a seemingly regular couple, like, driving home on a Sunday and, you know, then they get abducted by aliens and whatever. So after that story came out in the 60s, there were lots of other people that then had a similar experience to their experience. But then, that then people, you know, psychologists over the years were like, but there's no proof. And it seems that that's more like that, like... Like a, like a shared consciousness, like you, something happens and you're filling in the blanks to have it be this, to have it make sense, you know? And so I know then in the intervening years, they also did different studies about people that have like different sleep disorders and things like that, where mm. you can wake up in the middle of the night and you feel like you can't control your body. And then you kind of manifest like what is happening that I can't control my body. Like I'm having oh. this experience and then lucid Lucid dreams. That's what and that's called. And the dr- then because this other thing was in the ether, people are like, well, people, aliens are abducting me. Have you ever had that happen to you? Once or twice, Isn't yeah. it the scariest it fucking thing? It is very thing? scary. It is. And I'm not somebody, you know, again, once or twice. So what I'm saying. Oh, wait, are you talking about when you're dreaming and you know you're dreaming? Or no, when no, no. you wake up and you can't move? You wake up and you can't move because you're still like awake. Oh, no, that's like, not Like you're still asleep and your what body's is still called? asleep. That, that's not lucid dreaming. I'm wrong. But the, anyway, point is, the point is, it's like that seed was planted in people's brains. So then that's what they think it was. And it's all the same like experience with zero evidence. So the other thing that was going on. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that, but then I didn't want to. But the other thing that was going on at the time, which they referenced here as well, is that, like, there was, there is some, a small amount of money to be made, especially with the Inquirer and all these other things, because, like, you have a good story. Everybody sticks to the story. You tell a good story. Oh, man, I was abducted by aliens. Tell me I wasn't. I went out with my six friends. We all took a polygraph test, which everybody knows now. They offer you polygraph dance. The answer is no. Yeah, of course. They're not, they're not, they're not accurate. But what is, what are the chances that six people or five people are going to all pass it? Like, I know it's not accurate, but it's, 
also not nothing, right? I mean, I don't know. I probably sound so ignorant right now. I mean, I know it's not accurate. No. I know it can't be used in court. I, I understand those things, but... But it was used in court. And the reason it's not used in court and the reason it isn't now is because it's a situation that's measuring your emotion. So it's easy to trick it or it's easy to get a false read on it. It's measuring your emotion, your emotional change, and how your body's changing based on the reactions of the questions that you're being asked. Whether or not any of it's true or not, if you're a pathological liar or if you convince yourself that something is true, then it's going to be true when you answer those questions. You know, people are going to go into a nervous and all these other things. Like, it's not an exact science. It, it's like fingerprinting. Like, fingerprinting is not an exact science. It's close. It's very, 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 very close. But it's not an exact science. I did not know that. And handwriting is not an exact science. Oh, I know science. handwriting was, yeah. So these are different things that are like, it's not 100%. Like, yo, you get somebody's fingerprints at a crime scene, like, yeah, and you get really close. They're probably gonna have to do some explaining about why they were there. But just saying, I got your fingerprints at the crime. Like, we know that DNA is basically like now the right. gold standard once we figured out what it was. But fingerprinting can be kind of tricked a little and fingerprints can be a little different. And someone reading it can miss it a little bit. Not, you know, fingerprints is better. But handwriting is another Isn't thing. Isn't hair another thing too? Well, that's... because hair doesn't have enough um, identifying markers on you. Right. It's not, there's not enough stuff there to get DNA. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tool, you know, it's one of those things where you can say, okay, so, you know, and again, I'm just spitballing off the top of my head, but you know, if DNA can say, you know, one in, you know, 10 million people or one in a hundred million people, whatever, like hair might be able to say like one in a thousand, one in a hundred. So you're like, okay, one in a hundred is pretty good, but like if you're talking about putting me away forever, you need more than just one of my hair follicles at the place. Cause like I have long hair, you have long hair. Like for my day job and where I go, like I go to people's houses. Like if I dropped hair in their house, it's there. So if they go, well, your hair is here, we found your hair. Right. Like, oh, okay. Or there's it not doesn't matter if hair. you have long hair or short hair though. Even if you had short hair, a little hair could fall off. But I'm saying like bigger yeah, yeah, hair, yeah, yeah. it's easier to see if you're like, oh, it's look true. This hair. You know, and you shed hair, and it's it's not it doesn't carry as many DNA like doesn't carry as many markers. Right, but you also like if you're going to somebody's house for your job, have proof that you were there for a reason, and you would be a suspect anyway because you were there. True, you know that that probably wasn't a good analogy. I don't think so. <coughs> but back to the movie. So I chose it because I thought it was it would be something fun to get us kind of launched into our movie watching for the year. Um, I forgot that it was like a story in the 70s. I thought it was a story in the 90s, but it was just a, you know, it was told in the 90s. They um, sensationalized the alien abduction a little bit because I guess it was very, that's the thing that made them think it wasn't real or people think it's not real because it's very, it's a lot more timid in the story he's telling versus the story you saw. Gotcha. Like the like lucid, like, uh, like him in the pods and flying around and all those <laughs> things. Like, like, I think you just basically was like the aliens took me on their ship and then someone that looked like a person was there too. And then I fell asleep and I woke up five days later. Right. I'm not, I also don't I want to make it seem like I'm like, I a hundred percent believe that this happened. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, it does very much seem like it could be a money grab, right? Like I'm not saying it's yeah. not, but I also do. Part of me will always be like, but what if, like somebody is telling the truth and nobody believes them. Because to me, that's like such a fucking nightmare. Now, the reason that my family is not into stuff like this. <gasps> Were you all abducted by aliens? Around this time, one of my cousins literally asked my dad next time you talk to him. Was like in the Inquirer and got paid like 500 bucks to say that like Bigfoot. Like to claim like Bigfoot. They saw Bigfoot 
and they had like Bigfoot evidence. Your one of your cousins? Yeah, like one of like my dad's cousins, like an Irish cousin. It was like, and so they were in there. They got like paid to be like in the choir, so they knew that like this stuff is bullshit. Not that people didn't know it was bullshit, but it was like they got paid. Like, but it was like they right. literally got paid to be like, or they like fabricated a story that got in there. <laughs> what? So it was either aliens or Bigfoot right around this time. Because I was like, it was like maybe 92, 93. That's really funny. And when we talk to my parents later, I'll ask them. But that was like part of the like, come on, man. Like, Little Green Man, like, it's not real. Um, Having said that, I mean, you talk to my dad and some of the weird shit he'll say that he claims from his time in the military that he knows is real. You're like, well, I don't know, man. I just don't know. So it's fun. It's cool. Uh, I just, I love the subject matter. I love the unknown. I love the curiosity of of knowing six sets of facts, six things, six out of let's say ten things in a story. All these guys went logging together. Mm-hmm. Two of the guys did have beef with each other, right? Yeah. One was of, that true, or was that yeah. fabricated for the yes. movie? Okay. One of the guys didn't come. Well, I mean, I believe it was, but one of the guys didn't come back. So, like, when you were there, were they getting along? <laughs> Right. You know, one of the guys didn't come back. They all five guys or six guys that did come back all agreed to the same story. So that's four things, right? Thing number five is that nobody believes them. And thing number six is that the guy comes back. So now what what happened like those other four pieces, like it's just they all decided to concoct this together to make some money, right? That's thing number one all stick to the story, right? They helped him get wherever he had to go because that's what they did, right? And then, you know, they all just are like, we'll take it to the grave to make money. And then that's that's your story. That's your that's your 10 parts. Or the other four parts, he did get abducted by aliens. They did drop his ass off. He isn't fabricating any of this stuff and this is really his true story and his true event and he's, you know, reluctantly making money off of his, his, uh, his situation. And I mean, it's happened, one or the other, you know? What happened again when he was on the moment of truth? They asked if he was abducted by aliens, and he said um, yes, and then they claimed that he was lying, or they claimed it, it was wrong, or they didn't believe it, or something. Right, and again, polygraphs are not reliable, but... Yeah. I don't know, I... Has any of the... Do you know if any of the other guys that were there, any of the other loggers, ever came out, like, anything ever came out that it wasn't true? Because... That would be really... No. Because the only thing is, if there's six dudes, now two of whom don't even like each other, keeping a secret for what now, like 50-something years, that is impressive, right? Because I feel like the truth always kind of comes out. Well, that's the beauty of all of this. That's the beauty of a conspiracy. Yeah. Because, and that's part of why I chose this movie. Because this is like a conspiracy wrapped up in a conspiracy. Because, you know, when we get to the X-Files and we get to some of these other things that we're going to be watching um, later on, that's the 90s bloom a little bit, that anti-government sentiment, the part of a conspiracy is you cannot have, or at least I don't believe, right? You can have hundreds of thousands of people involved. Because it, it, it's only going to work if there's a little bit of people. It's the only way it's going to work, right? It's the only way it's going to work because there's six people and if they disappear and they're, mm-hmm. you know, logger dudes that are living in, it's in, not in the woods and 50. nobody really cares and nobody's going to, you know, a couple people once in a whatever are going to come knock on their door, a couple reporters, a couple of, ah, I don't want to talk to you. 
it's not going to work if there's 175 people that are creating a fucking UFO abduction that everybody can see in the town. Like, somebody's going to say something, right? But six people trying to make some quick cash and then going their separate ways, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it can work, right? Or it can work enough. Because if the one guy that's really got to be out there talking about it is uh, Travis Walton, he's the guy that's got to be out there talking about it. Right. Because he's the guy that he says happened to him. The other guys can disappear into the dark. I don't know what happened. We were there. We saw uh, lights in the sky. I don't know what we saw. Right? And they may have seen... Who knows? They could have seen something in the sky. They could have seen, like, they set a fire in the sky. Right? Because they probably were used to seeing brush fire and stuff like that. I cannot, as a layperson, imagine how terrifying it would be to see a forest fire in the 1970s in a large forest in the distance. You don't have, you might not have any radio. You have no phone and you just see it. Like what it would look like. Like they could have seen a fire and then they just yeah. said, all right, leave him off here. And then he's going to come back and felt like, who knows? But they could have seen that. So when they're asking him, did you see like a fire in the sky? Yes. Yeah, well, they that. obviously would have had to bring him somewhere else if this all was um, a work because there were scent dogs there and nobody found him. So he wasn't there. He must, if, if this is fake. And right. that their story is not true. They probably brought him to a motel somewhere or something far enough away that mm-hmm. they would never find him. No one would see him. No one would know what's happening. Right. Or all you need to do is put him, you know, everybody's driving. He gets to a location. He gets out of the car like he did. Even if you just leave him there and drive the other guys down, like then drop them off like they did or allegedly did. Right. So they drop them off. So it's only one and one. You go pick them up, put them back in the car. Right. Drive them to wherever else you know, five, 10 miles down the road or whatever, say the guys walk in real life, the guys walk back into town or whatever they did. Right. You drive that guy off. His scent is gone from right there from where you picked him up. It's gone. So you don't need to bring him to a motel. You can just fucking bring him two miles outside of town. He could be hanging out and you you leave and you go and you do it. But well, dogs can apparently smell like a mile away. Did you know that? 10 miles. It doesn't matter. Drive them 10 minutes out of town. Yeah. Right. And then it's in an area that the dogs are going to lose that scent at that spot and maybe not catch it in the car. And, and again, I mean, we're talking about 1970s people trying to figure stuff out. It's a little bit different. Uh, I just really enjoyed, as you said, you know, I enjoyed that the idea of the conspiracy. Like, if it's not real, how are these people keeping it quiet? And it's like, again, who's but who's going to knocking down their door 25 years later, 30 years later? Right. At some point it dies down to be like, we don't, you know, if society itself says, oh, your story's in the Inquirer, we don't believe it. It's like that quick 15 minutes of fame. Uh It fades real quick. Like, Um, we don't believe. And he's been around on some circuits. He's been mm -hmm. on some stuff, like you said. But, I mean, it's one of those things, like, believe it, don't believe it. Which is a little sus because if something highly traumatic happened to you, do you really want to be in the public eye and keep talking about it and go on all these things? I don't know. You know, it... I guess it depends on the person, so maybe that's not fair to say, but... Counterpoint, instant celebrity, you make some money. And you're t- and again, mm-hmm. and I think the bigger thing, too, is we're talking about smaller things. Because I think about my parents a lot, and your parents as well. And you think about the 70s, and the 60s and 70s, from a lens now. You know, now we're talking about the 90s, but then you go to 2023, and you're like, how does someone become, like... You think about, like, serial killers and all these things. You think about just how, like, wild... And easy it was for people in the 70s to do these things because of how disorganized police work was and the evidence they can use to find people and criminal profiling and, like, all these things. It's like, of course, someone could be like, I was abducted by UFOs and the story doesn't really gain a ton of traction everywhere or a little bit of traction and then they just don't see it. They don't have the internet to go help them. They don't have 
you know, doctors and psychologists checking him then to be like, is this real? Is this not real? Like, you just don't have the same level of stuff. Like, shit happened in the 70s. Shit happened in the 60s. You know, there were people murdering people, 20, 30, 40, 50 people, and nobody could connect it together, right? Like, the Zodiac Killer and shit like that. Like, I don't think shit like that could happen now because I really believe that we're such an interwoven community, even worldwide community, that you catch people real quick. We just watched that show, Don't Fuck With Cats, about that killer in Canada, and they caught him really quick as soon as he killed somebody. You know, they were able to trace back his digital footprint. Like, I just think it's hard now to be like, ah, oh, yeah. six guys went into the woods. <laughs> oh, you don't have cell phones. You don't have this. You don't have that. It's a million different ways to be like, that's just, this story falls apart. That's a wild uh, comparison, too, though, because that guy literally put that murder on the internet. Like, but yes, no, you're right. You know, this is like a funny time to be talking, or an interesting time to be talking about this movie, too, because it's like just coming out in the last, what, like year or so, a couple of years that like, there have been UFOs, right? Mm-hmm. Things they can't identify. They, yeah, like mm-hmm. in the in the actual sense of like unidentified flying objects. Um, I remember a few years ago, France came out and said that they've, I think they were the first country to come out and admit that they've had UFOs on file that people have seen, that they, the government can't identify. Um, yeah, and now we've, like the America has come out and said it, so it's kind of like, well, we, we just dealt with the whole spy balloon thing where people oh, well. are like, what People are those knew balloons? what that was, though. <laughs> yeah, but 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 they only knew what it was balloon. because we had, we had we had to do something with it. You love that balloon so much. I did, because I you love You thought it was stuff. the funniest thing. I love the idea that there's, like, two different parts of this world that are, um, you know, really totally unknown to the layperson. And I would say for the most part, I think most of us think that we know or we have a pretty good idea about... Maybe most animals that might be in most environments. There might be some stuff in the rainforest that we don't know. But, like, I, there's so much ocean that nobody mm-hmm. knows what's going on. And then the air. Like, there's so much stuff, like, in the sky that you see a UAP. And when you realize a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, that's what they call it. Right? They don't I call it UFO. I prefer UFO. We all do. But it, it's more like they're trying to brand it. They're trying to <laughs> give them a new, a new uh, uplift. I disagree. But it's the idea that there's all these things. And then it's like... Could you imagine, as a person, you know, I'll kind of leave this here. I know this is a movie talk that went there, but could you imagine as a person in the 19, let's say, 1980s, we're, we're kids and we're looking out in the sky. Drones didn't just appear. They had to be testing them. And generally, the stuff that we see is usually significantly, like, things have changed significantly before we, like, like, you have to test things before they become, like, general public, Right. So, like, drones didn't just... Could you just imagine, like, in the 80s, if they had the drone technology? Like, we don't know. But if they had it, and they were flying these drones, and mm-hmm. you just, like, heard something or saw something in the middle of... no, You wouldn't know. Government's not going to tell you. Yeah. Cops don't know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. Like, I can't imagine what a drone... What I would think a drone was but it, at this age, even 10 years old, when this movie comes out, if a drone was there and if they were flying around and doing it. I say that because, like, we... Like, in the 70s, they had the, the Blackbird spy plane which was literally like a spy plane and, and remember when it got um they also had that the bomber you remember like that bomber that looks just it's like all black like the stealth bomber well that Ooh, was i remember from when from the my 90s time like, in the military no like from, desert oh. storm well no it started to be <laughs> okay. all over tv but um, it's like this like stealth bomber that now is like no. so that was declassified for the american people but they had to oh yes actually okay it. yes I do. I do they had to test it in order to get it there so when they're testing it over american soil people are seeing it 
and they're probably reporting it. Right. So these things that we're seeing now, some of it is like shit that we're seeing that the government probably is doing testing on or has to be for military application. Because again, we have drones flying everywhere. I'm sure that's most of it. But also, I mean, this is a big universe, right? Mm -hmm. And like, we don't know what's happening on other planets and other solar systems. I I don't know. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy crazy person, but I just think it's pretty arrogant to think that we know everything. Because we don't. We don't know everything. And... I think it's kind of one of the fun things about life is that there are all these mysteries and questions and things that we'll never actually know the answer to. I think that's something, at least in our lifetime, I think that's really, I don't know, exciting. Have you seen the movie Mars Attacks? I can't. I've tried and I can't. The only reason I reference that movie is because I I, I don't want to have the last word on this, but I'm going to try to hear and you can come back over if you agree or disagree, but it's like... As much as all of that is true, there is one thing I do know about the United States of America. If there was something that was really here, we would fucking shoot it down. <laughs> like, that's it. So I'm just saying, if there's UFOs if we could, abducting I mean, citizens, But this we is would my try. point, Pat. Like, if there's a UFO that has... Okay. See, now you're going to make me sound crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I need to just throw this out there. I'm not watching ancient aliens <laughs> out there and being like, oh my god, this is... There's like 75 seasons of that fucking show. It just keeps going. I'm not saying it's not amusing. It's, it's amusing. It's extremely fun. amusing. But, um, like, okay, I just feel like, sure. But that's arrogant to think that we're smarter than any other being that could possibly be out there, that we have the best technology. I mean, I don't know. Were you afraid of aliens as a kid? No. And I'm a t- terrified. I used to have dreams as a little tiny kid, reoccurring dreams that everybody in the town would gather. Sometimes we'd go to, like, the beach. Sometimes it would be the high school field. It would be all different places around town. And this is when I was really little. And everybody would just lay on their backs and wait for the alien ship to come down. And it really scared me. It was fucked up. I don't know where these images came into my head. Invasion of body snatchers, probably. I was also afraid that every single person I knew was a secret alien. And that's invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, it, like, I I couldn't handle it. And I'm not saying I believe that there's little green men running around everywhere and snatching up people. But to think that we know everything and that we're better than everybody. I don't, well, listen, I don't think we're better than everybody. And I don't think we know anything. That's not what I'm saying by, by what I'm saying. My point is that we as Americans love guns. We love shooting at things. We love making shit explode. So just the idea that like in 50 years, we've never as a society seen anyone shoot at anything that's in the air and document it. That's my point. Like And my, document it is the answer. Because I mean, there's a lot of weird shit that happened on Long Island <clears throat> that, um, you know, was kind of unexplained, you know, like there was that. Wasn't there, like, some sort of crash in, was it South Haven Park? There was, like, a park, I don't know, in the 90s. I'm going to look into this more. But there's, like, weird stuff that happened. And the thing is, that's not documented. Also, who knows? Maybe these aliens are super fast or have, like, invisibility powers. Or maybe, like, I mean, it's not like there's just troops hanging out with, like, sniper rifles waiting for alien ships to come down in the middle of upstate new york or arizona i just mean well look you know it's it's funny you say that and then you know and then uh then we'll leave conspiracy corner (laughs) but (sighs) where you think is remote and where you think there's nothing there 
that's where all the things are. So there would be alien stuff coming. Like, where do you think the missile silos are? They're not like in downtown. Well, no, I get that. Where do you think the military bases are? Where do you think they're doing the high? The high. My point is, all the high, uh, the top secret testing. They're not doing it over large population areas. They're doing it in the middle of nowhere, and then they're testing it in the middle of nowhere so people can't find it. Like that's Area Fifty One. A hundred percent is a military base that's there, and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere for a reason so that people don't go there and fuck around. Having said that, what I'm really getting at, the joke that I'm trying to land is the idea that as Americans, we shoot first and ask questions later. I'm just saying we would have started an intergalactic war in our lifetime. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. If you're coming down and abducting people and wrapping them in latex and fucking putting probes up their ass, Americans wouldn't stand for it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not if... Agree to disagree. Not if we knew... That there's no way we'd win. That's not true. And we'd have, like, I'm not, okay, again, like, you're, I, I'm not saying I believe any of this. I'm not saying that. I don't. But I'm not closed off to the possibility that shit goes on that I don't know about. That's fair. I'm not saying I believe in all this, though. Like, I, I need to throw that out there. That's fair. But I do know people who have said that they've had experiences. I don't necessarily not believe these people. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's, and with the experiences, like... I got abducted by an alien and probed. No. It was, I saw some weird shit, 100% unexplainable. And it was terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, so... I do, I know. And then you're right. And and that could be a million different things. Doesn't have to be supernatural. That's it. That's all I got. I mean, we're, we're saying the same thing. I'm just saying, I don't think I've ever been anywhere where you couldn't realistically have a military... On a, a military UAP... Flying around. Uh, Are you talking about UFOs? Just something that we don't know what it is. I'm saying like Air Force Base and stuff. Because like even where we grew up on Long Island, like there's all sorts of Air Force bases there. And there's all sorts of like naval bases. And there's also like fucking chemical labs and all sorts of shit there. That like that would be things that the government would try to be. That's why I think we like Stranger Things so much, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to, to segue off. Because Stranger Things is like, oh, Hawkins, it's in the middle of nowhere. But, like, a lot of the experiments it's harkening back to were things that were, like, happening on Long Island. Oh, yeah, like Plum Island. on Long Island. Yep. Camp Hero. Camp Hero, yep. Have all you those been there? Kind of yeah, we went there. Yeah. We, yeah, we drove there. Yeah. But. That's all, right. I was with you. All those different things. So, having said that, this was a, a nice spirited discussion about fire in the sky. <laughs> the conspiracies that will start to rage in the 90s because there's a lot of fucking just 90s conspiracy. This is where a lot of the stuff I really think blooms. Now, this is where it all kind of got planted, right? Fuck the government, um, fuck the, fuck everything. Aliens are real. Ancient aliens. Yeah, ancient aliens. I uh, I didn't want to watch this. I was frustrated that you wanted to watch it so bad. And at the end of the day, I'm glad that we did. Um, I'm glad I saw it. I don't need to ever see it again. No, but I haven't seen it forever and I don't need to see it There was a part where there was this one little alien that literally made me laugh out loud. And then there was a part that was just really kind of disturbing. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I would say this movie aged pretty well for what it is. These are hard to age bad. I find that movies that use decent practical effects, decent practical, (laughs) not, not computer generated, but practical. Gotcha. You know, like even like Jaws, like, yeah, you could see that it that they had a rough time making Jaws. But the point of what makes Jaws so great is that they don't show you that much mm-hmm. until the very end because they were having a bad time. And it's all about the suspense. This movie spends about an hour and five, it's an hour and 30 minutes of film and it spends probably an hour and five minutes 
with only have showing you whatever it showed you in the sky for that brief second and db sweeney's not even in the fucking movie so like the rest of the movie is this tension building like what the fuck happened to this guy yeah but you know that the movie is called Fire in the Sky. You know the guy was abducted by aliens because you you know that going into the film. So you're wait, you you have this built-in suspense. Like you're looking at your watch, like how much more time do we have before we get to the like I can't So it's kinda like that payoff then. Like the aliens looked like trash, but it's that payoff. So um, yeah. I would say most of those movies, especially when they're taking place prior. I know? wish I didn't go into this knowing that he came back. Because I don't really know if I would know what would happen. I mean, I think I would assume he's coming back. But, like, you really don't know. You know, like, you really... Unless you know the story or whatever. Like, it does seem like this guy just disappeared and that this seems to be, like... It's almost like two different movies, right? Like, it's... They're trying to, like, indict these people for killing for, like, a murder and trying to find evidence that these guys murdered their friend. And then it's also this UFO abduction movie. So it almost, like, switches a little bit. Which I thought was cool. I mean, well, again, it's, just, it's a true story, so it's hard to really talk about this stuff. But yeah, I think that we've uh, beat this dead horse. I'm going to give you a three out of five. I think you you did not know any of the actors, which is fine, right? Like, and, and beforehand, if I said, oh, fire in the sky, it wasn't like your recollection. I still don't. Like, I know right. I know, I know that the Terminator's in it. And? And uh, the wife. Uh, the Terminator's wife looked familiar. Can't tell you why. And I was going to say, I mean, outside of that, you got the basic tenets of the plot, but the movie really drives, you know, an hour of the movie drives with these other people in these lockers about trying to find their friend or maybe they murdered him. So it's kind of like, it makes it a little hard for me to give you like a four. So I'm going to give you a three. I'm going to give myself a four. I accept it. So okay. what do we got on deck then for, because we've, we've been chit chatting. What do we got on deck for next month? What well, are we going to do? I was torn between two movies. Okay. And ultimately, I'm choosing the movie I want to choose. Now, I haven't seen one, and one I haven't seen since the 90s, so. Okay. I'll tell you the one I'm not choosing first, which we might watch anyway, because I've never seen it. Fair. The Crush. Okay. With Alicia Silverstone. Oh, same, same, is that okay. the one I have to guess what it is? That was going to be, but I think I'm going to make you guess, well, that actually might be more fun, because the one I really want to feature next week is Benny and June. Next month is Benny and June. So which one am I trying to guess? Um, you know what? Have you seen either? Jen? That's not how the game works. Okay, let's do the crush because there's more going on in that. And I think that'll be a, a little more fun for you to try and guess. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. The crush. 1993 movie starring Alicia Silverstone and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? No, that's Reese Witherspoon. Okay. I think. Otherwise. Now. Okay. So I think this is the movie. Oh, we're definitely watching both of these movies. Okay. You know, I'm going to give the plot for the other movie then and just hope that I'm right. The Crush. Mark Wahlberg has a crush on Alicia Silverstone. There's a scene at one point where they're doing naughty things on a Ferris wheel. He, I think, murders like her dad or tries to beat people up. At one point, he's outside of her window pounding on his chest like an absolute savage. Mark Wahlberg is a lunatic in this movie. He's beating up her friends. He's an abusive boyfriend. He's an abusive whatever. He takes the crush too far. 
or it's the crush with Alicia Silverstone and she's obsessed with somebody and she acts like a like a Lolita and tries to screw over somebody and uh, that somebody she's screwing over is an older man because she's like a, the babysitter or something and she's got a crush on the guy that she's babysitting the kids for and uh, she's trying to be like the wife and uh, she's crazy. So one or the other. I'm going to go with two, but I think number one is like, I think that's like Reese Witherspoon, I think, and Mark Wahlberg. The Spoon and the Berg. Yeah. So that's it. You really got Benny and June. I'm going to tell you right now. I have no idea what that's about at all. All I'm right. Good. So why don't you give me a little bit on that, too? Benny and June. We'll, we'll, we're going to watch both. I'm making you watch both. So. Benny and June, a movie about a man named Benny and a woman named June. <laughs> Do you know who's in it? Uh, No. And it's embarrassing because it's real okay. people. I, I, I don't know. That's why I'm like, oh, the crush. And I'm like, oh, is that really the crush? Or is that like <laughs> Poison Ivy or something? Something stupid. I'm like, it's a stupid movie. It's definitely a 90s movie. All right. Okay, great. That's it. I think I'm going to get like one point. <laughs> we, should, we, we should keep a running tally. You should write down here that you got three out of five. Well, I'm going to give myself 3.5 because I said I really got four. Oh, okay. I guess I, maybe, you know what? That's not fair. I'll do three because you can't really judge myself. Even though I did say it's about a man. Specifically with long hair. Jen, I'll give abducted. you three and a half for the first one. I'll give you no, no. I'll give you what I gave you, and you give yourself what you gave yourself, and then we'll average them together, right? So, like, if I want to give myself next month, even though I'm wrong about these movies, if I want to give myself a four, and you want to <laughs> give me why a, it's not gonna work. a point five, then I'll just average to like a you know one one point nine. Like that's fine. Like you can take a. I, I'm I'm a, I'm not gonna die on the hill of you getting a three point five with fire in the sky. You really didn't know. I'm not gonna let you die on it. Two okay. movies. I'm excited. All right. Well, okay. let's get into it. We are still playing our damn game of Trivial Pursuit cards to figure out who will buy the Trivial Pursuit set. What is the score so far? 2-2. Two, two. We're going to 10 or until the cards are gone. Boom. There's a, Jen, there's a million cards. We'll be fine. Okay. Jen, let me start with you. What okay. rapper won Grammys for Best R&B Song, Best Rap Solo Performance, and Best Music, music Video in 1991 for his single, You? Can't touch this. MC Hammer. Correct. Oh my god, I was so afraid I wasn't gonna know. What disbanded rockers reunited in 1993 to play Don't Stop at Bill Clinton's inaugural ball? Journey? Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. Don't stop believing. That's terrible. I would have, you know what? I probably would have said the same thing, so. What successor to Sega Saturn was the first 128-bit Super Console launching on 9999 with Sonic Adventure? I don't know what you said to me. <laughs> what successor to Sega's Saturn okay. was the first 128-bit Super Console? Is it Dreamcast? It is Dreamcast. Okay, cool. Wow. Match.com, which launched in 1995, can you believe that? That's wild. Is headquartered in what southern state known as the Lone Star State? Texas. As a son of Texas himself. This is it for the game right now. Okay. What portable disc storage system was introduced by iOmega in 1994, later to be replaced by the more convenient flash drive? A floppy disk? 
a zip drive. Ooh. And I was like, that's pretty good because I do remember a zip drive and now it makes sense. Flash drive. I feel dumb. I used a lot of zip disks, zip, zip drives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What free music file sharing network debuted in 1999, attracting over 70 million users and several lawsuits for copyright infringement? Snapster. The network was forced to shut down in 2001. Oh, that was only two years. Only went for two years. It felt like such a long time. Okay, so we stay at 2-2. This is why we're going (laughs) to blast through all these. Fire in the sky. What a movie. Um, what a good time, Jen. It was yeah. really enjoyable talking to you about nonsense, as always. Yeah, I hope I didn't come off uh, ridiculous. But you know what? I'm not cutting anything. So I don't think you did. Guys, as always, like, subscribe, uh, follow. So follow us on our in, on our Twitter at BLC underscore pod. We will be posting more things now that we're able <laughs> we to We need to stop promising that. And just no, I mean, it. it's, it's the truth. Follow. You know, start following. We'll get some um, stuff out there. Yeah, if you could give us a ratings... That would be awesome. That yep. stuff really matters, and it really helps people find us. Um, we're yep. now back in the groove, putting these out weekly. So, yeah. Come along for Thanks the ride. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a special episode next week. Special yeah, we don't even know what it's about yet. Week. It's a surprise to everyone involved. Week five episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.